Hey everyone, this is Olivia, and I want to welcome you to a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. I'm a 27-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want everyone to come to know Jesus Christ as well. And so today, I have another testimony to share with y'all, and it's actually based off of something that I shared on social media not too long ago. And here's what it says. It says, This evening, I was worshiping God, and the Lord touched me. Tears were coming down my face. The tears fell on my blanket, and the Holy Spirit brought a phrase to mind, which I knew was a part of a scripture. My tears, they are in your book. I went to go look up the scripture, and this is what it specifically says. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not recorded in your book? Psalm 56, verse 8, and this is from the Amplified Version. I was comforted by the scripture. These were happy tears for me but I even appreciate how God sees that too. Before I went in my bed, I looked at the tears on my blanket. God saw those tears, and saints, he sees yours too. Oddly enough, when I went to go in my bed, I noticed that the tears that I cried onto the blanket were in the shape of a smiley face. So, when you have those tears, happy or sad, know that God is smiling down on you, saints. He sees you, he hears you, he feels your pain, he feels your joy. He's holding you every step of the way. Get ready for the rain. Romans 8 verse 28 in the King James Version says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Okay, so that was the end of the post. And, you know, uh, In the midst of that crying, though, um, I didn't share this aspect of the testimony. That day when I was uh, crying beside my bed, and like I said, those were happy tears, um, another visitor tried to rear its ugly head and try to steal what the Lord was doing for me and in me. And, you know, when I say another visitor, it was the enemy. While I was crying at one point, a thought came to mind that someone, or more specifically the enemy, was mocking me. As I cried, it was like I could see and hear someone mimicking my crying in a mocking way and twisting their face as if they were crying like me, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But the thing is, though, guys, I kept reaching out to God. And that's what we got to do. We got to keep reaching out to God. You know, we can't let the enemy stop us. And there's a blessing in our perseverance. However, you know, like I said from the post, just to show that the Lord heard me, That was when I saw the tears shaped as a smiley face, you know, so even after the mocking and, you know, the enemy trying to mimic me or whatever, um, you know, after that, that's when the Lord showed me that, uh, you know, he was hearing me out. And that's when I saw the tears shaped as a smiley face, you know, Um, and that's when I shared my testimony on Facebook. And I pray that it blessed folks out there. And it did. Thank God. And, you know, just to go on again about how God, you know, listens to us, you know, he, the Lord basically was reminding me that he was with me. And he even showed me uh, in the, I guess, days, weeks after that, um, I should say days, (laughs) um, he even showed me and made me feel that I was and am a part of the body of Christ. I'm not excluded from the body of Christ but I'm included in the body of Christ. And that was something that the Lord did to kind of help me 
um, in in uh, just in life and to try to help me understand different things about um, myself and kind of who I am in him. And 10 days later, at the end of a revival night, he showed me that he was with me by filling me up with his precious Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So this was just 10 days later after that um, crying session with the Lord and after the mocking and everything. And, you know, the enemy will try to stop you, try to stop your progress. And a lot of times it's because he kind of has an inkling, an idea of what, you know, may happen to you, of the good things that are going to happen. So he'll try to discourage us um, uh, uh, before something good happens, you know, in our lives. And, you know, in general, he'll just try to discourage us, whether things will get worse or whether things will get better, you know, but that's when we always just have to continue to reach out to God and praise him no matter what. And, you know, my scenario kind of reminds me of uh, the story of David. David was mocked by the giant Goliath, the enemy, when he went to go face him. But the Lord was with him and he was able to defeat that foe. Let me read a passage from 1 Samuel 17. Um, it's from verses 42 to 47. And this speaks a little bit more specifically as to what David faced. 1 Samuel 17, verse 42. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. Verse 43. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Verse 44. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Verse 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with the sword and with the spear and with the shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Verse 46 says, This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. And I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Now, mind you, little side note here. When he says there is a God in Israel, it's capital G, not small g. Thank you. Okay, so verse 47 says, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Amen. And as some of you may know, um, but if some of you don't know, David proceeds to kill the giant because the Lord was with him. Um, and so uh, when I think about things spiritually, I killed the giant. I killed that opposer with prayer. You know, uh, I killed the devil off with prayer. You know, I defeated him by faith, you know, because I kept reaching out to God. Even in the week um, I mentioned in last week's episode about getting filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, uh, in the week leading up to that, um, in the few days leading up to that, you know, I went on a fast because I was like, God, you know, I want to get the most that I can out of the revival this week. And, you know, uh, um, God just showed up, you know, in a mighty way for me. And with David, God showed up for him in a mighty way. No one would have ever thought that this small boy would be able to kill this huge giant. But there it happened. There it was. 
and you know God was able to help me and you know the opposition that I was facing you know it may seem small it may even seem a little dumb that the enemy would even try to just mock me but he'll use all types of stuff to try to distract us to try to make us uh you know, get off our feet to just try to get us to cry or try to get us upset or angry or sad, whatever. He'll say the dumbest stuff. He'll say the weirdest stuff. He'll say the vilest stuff. Um, He'll do all these things just to try to get us off track. But the devil is a liar and God is the one that is keeping us and preserving us. And, you know, for me and for all of us, we have to continue to trust that he is our keeper and that he is our provider and that he is our mind regulator where he is able to keep our minds. You know, the Bible says that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Trust thee in the Lord forever for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. So, you know, our strength comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from how good we've been you know our strength come from comes from the Lord and I'm grateful that the Lord gave me the strength to continue to trust in him no matter what the enemy was trying to throw at me that night okay so there's something else that I want to share you know when I was younger as a kid you know sometimes I would have these crazy dreams um and one time uh you know I had a dream where I was uh, walking through my kitchen and then all of a sudden, right by the stove, I saw the devil appear. Now, the devil looked like, you know, the stereotypical devil that you would see, you know, on the media, on TV, whatever. Um, You know, the pitchfork, the cape, you know, the horns, you know, that kind of thing. Um, You know, but I, I think God allowed me to see it that way just so I could recognize like, oh, this is the devil. This is the enemy. Right. So. I remember I had this dream as a kid. I remember uh, just seeing, you know, the devil. And I remember, um, I don't know if he said anything at first, but I remember just um, when I saw him, I remember I then went down on my knees and I started to pray. I started to pray to God. And I remember at one point uh, the enemy said, oh, God can't hear you. But I kept praying. I kept praying. And then all of a sudden I saw the enemy just disappear. He disappeared. And, you know, similarly, when I was a child, you know, God heard my prayers, you know, and that's what the enemy tries to do. Like, he'll try to say, oh, God can't hear you. He doesn't hear your prayers. Again, he says the dumbest, craziest lies. He'll say whatever to try to stop us. You know, um, he has no limits, no filter. So he will do whatever to try to get us off track. But I'm grateful that even then the Lord showed me that it's important to continue to trust in him and to continue to pray. The Bible talks about pray without ceasing, to continue to believe in him because he is our defender. He's the one that's fighting for us. It wasn't so much. It wasn't It wasn't because, you know, I uh, had, you know, a beautiful prayer and I said the right things that the enemy left. No, it was the power of God, you know, that was there and that had the enemy running because, you know, uh, it wasn't, again, because of good things that I've done. It was Jesus in my life, the one who who I was calling on that caused the enemy to flee. You know, I called on the name of the Lord and the devil... flee you know so the bible talks about submit to god resist the devil and he shall flee from you so in that dream i was literally submitting to god by praying to the lord you know um and and you know just just uh, you know prayer going on my knees like a form of surrender to god and you know praying 
Um, you know, the devil tried to say whatever he could have tried to get me to stop. I resisted the devil, didn't listen to what he said. I kept praying and then he fleed. He had to go. He had to pack his bags and leave. He had to disappear. And, you know, that's the same thing in our lives. You know, the enemy will try to do all types of stuff to try to stop our progress, to try to um, stop what, you know, God is trying to do in our lives. You know, the enemy didn't want me to get filled with the Holy Ghost. That That's just a reality. I know that. And so that's why he would try to oppose me, you know, in the prayer. You know, that's why he would try to throw all different evil things at my mind. But I'm grateful that God kept me. I'm grateful that God kept me and I know that he can keep you, you know, um, because we all go through different types of struggles and things that we feel like we can't even describe to people. We all go through things that we may feel like we're in it alone or even if we hear other people go through similar things, we're like, well, that's not my story. Mine is more complicated. Mine has more strings attached. Mine is more nuanced. Mine has this. My struggle has that, you know, um, mental battles. It it's just seems too much for me. But I know that the Lord is a keeper. The Lord kept me and preserved me when I went through um, crazy mental battles last year. And I mean, crazy, but the Lord, again, he's my preserver. He's my keeper. He wasn't going to let me just go belly up and drown. The Lord is my keeper. I couldn't keep myself at that point. That was God. <laughs> so I, I have no business at all saying, oh yeah, I was smart enough to keep myself or I was mentally strong enough to keep myself. No, 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 no. That was God. <laughs> and, you know, I'm grateful that I have that testimony to tell people, say, hey, listen, you don't have the power to keep yourself, but God is the one that is keeping you. God is the one that can keep us. And, you know, I, I realized that the Lord has never left me. And if you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, he will never leave you either. He hears your prayers. John 15 verse 7 says, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. So my friends out there, let's continue to abide in Christ. No matter what the enemy may try to chat in our ear, no matter what he tries to say, you know, we got to continue to resist him. You have to continue to submit to God, say, Lord, I'm yours. Do whatever you will in my life, you know, mold me, make me, shape me, whatever sin is in my life, you know, root it out, take it out for me. Any seeds that the enemy has tried to plant in my mind, in my heart, Lord, root it out. I want to be completely like you in my life. The Lord will honor that. And he will keep us. And, you know, uh, uh, whatever the enemy just tries to throw at us, we have to continue to resist him. And he will flee. Amen? Amen. And now I'm talking to myself too. So, <laughs> you know, so we're all in this together, you know. Um, and I'm grateful for uh, to God for the growth, for what he's done in my life, for what he's doing, what he's going to do in my life. And I know he's going to do great things in your life right now. And in the future, as you continue to put your trust in him. Now, you might be listening to this and you might say, Olivia, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, I, I'm kind of familiar with Christianity or you might say, I don't know anything about Christianity at all. Well, you're in the right place. I got saved. I got introduced to Jesus Christ and I accepted him as my uh, savior and Lord when I was four years old. And I rededicated my life to God um, back in 2020. So I've known God or, you know, I've just been very much embedded in Christianity 
um, for like my whole young life, young adult life, however you want to call it. <laughs> um, but I understand that everybody's story is different. You know, some people don't get to hear about Christ until later in life. But that's okay because the Lord knows what he's doing and he has a plan for each of our lives. Um, and so with that being said, you know, I just want to let you know that one, Jesus loves you and he died on the cross for your sins so that you can one, be cleansed and redeemed and you can turn away from your sins and two, so that you can have a relationship with God. Now, you might say, okay, what is sin? Sin is disobedience to God's word, to his law, um, to what he wants us to do in life. And the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Um, and people are, everyone has been born into sin and shaped in iniquity. So there's no one perfect. No one is born perfect. Um, everyone is uh, uh, marked by sin. Um, and so, you know, an example is that you don't have to tell a little kid, you know, uh, to do the wrong thing. They'll find out somehow, some way to lie, to steal, you know, they're, they're not, you don't have to teach them that. Now, if someone is teaching them that, that's crazy, but you know, <laughs> naturally they'll have that sort of inclination to, you know, try to get what they want, however they can. And so, you know, that just speaks to how, you know, people are born into sin. And people call this behavior the Adamic nature. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, you know, that was the first time humans sinned ever. So all the children after that, all the generations after that had the Adamic nature, had that sort of inclination to just disobey what God told them not to do, um, to just go against what the Lord tells them to do. Um, so Adam and Eve's disobedience, they ate the fruit in the garden that caused a lot of, um, confusion and just sin to enter into the world. And so, and so thankfully Jesus Christ came so that we could be safe from our sins because sin separates us from God. So Adam and Eve could no longer, uh, be with God in the Garden of Eden. They had to leave because of their sins. And so uh, with us, you know, we're separated from God right off the bat once we're born. And that's why we have to get saved. We have to be saved from our sins in order for us to have a relationship with God, in order for us to be put back into a right relationship with him. And the only way to have a right relationship with God is to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and that God raised him up uh, three days later from the dead and that Jesus is the only one that can save us from our sins. It's not because of all the self-help books that we read to try to improve our character. It's not from how good we've been in our lives. There's no amount of good um, in our lives that we can do, all the kind words and whatnot that we can say to people in order to save ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. Only Jesus Christ can save us from our sins. Sin is a problem, but Jesus is a solution, okay? So I just want to give you all an opportunity to come to know the Lord um, as your Savior. Now, you may be wondering, you know, what do I have to do? Do I have to sign up for all these classes? Do I need to, you know, uh, go through conversion courses, all these different things? No. All you need to do is simply ask the Lord for the forgiveness of your sins, to repent of them, meaning you turn away from the sins, and, you know, believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and that he rose again on the third day through the power of God. 
that's it. It's not a whole process, you know, and the Lord is so gracious and so great that he made it so simple for people to come to know him and to have a relationship with him. Okay, so, you know, uh, don't don't feel like it's this overly complicated thing. It isn't. And after that, you cultivate your relationship with God. It's like when you first meet somebody, you know, uh, and and you want to get to know them better. You know, uh, it it's it's takes time. You know, you develop that relationship with them, and it's like with God, you get to know them better. You get to um, uh, uh, know more about Him as you pray and uh, fast, as you go to church, as you you know read the Word of God, as you read the Bible. You know, you're able to understand more of who He is. And, you know, how he can keep you and preserve you and everything like that. Okay, so with that being said, um, you can pray this simple prayer that I will pray right now. Um, You can repeat it after me and you add meaning to it. You pray it from your heart. You know, I can't add the meaning for you, but that's all up to you. Okay, all right. So repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I am in need of your salvation. I repent of my sins. I turn away from them. And I come to you. Lord, I am sorry for the wrong that I have done. Please forgive me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. And that God raised you again on three days later. From the dead. Lord Jesus, I ask that you fill me with your precious Holy Ghost and I'll live for you one day at a time for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. Thank you for saving me. I believe in you, Jesus, as my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, awesome. So if you prayed that prayer, I'm really excited for you because now you are a born again Christian. You are now a part of the body of Christ. You are now a part of the family of God. Okay, so, you know, like I said earlier, there are now ways to cultivate your new relationship with God. You know, you pray. You might have heard about prayer. Prayer is where you talk with God. You have that simple conversation with him and your prayers will grow as long as And, you know, give God an opportunity to uh, speak to you, you know, during your prayer, after your prayer, before your prayer, you know, just be still and let God, you know, speak to you as well. Um, And another way that God speaks to us is through the Bible. um, And we call that the word of God. And so that is what God is like saying to us. That's what he wants us to learn about him and what happened in the past and what he, um, and, and how he can help us and how he can transform us and give us what we need. So the Bible is very important for us to read and to study. Um, and then secondly, I mean, thirdly, whoo, let me count, right? <laughs> um, going to church, you know, find a Bible-believing church where you can grow, you know, where they can help you cultivate your relationship with God. Um, I leave some, uh, usually, which you'll find in the description box, um, there's some churches that you can uh, view online while you're looking for a church. And if you're in the area, feel free to attend those churches. 
so that you can grow but those churches that I put down below it can give you an idea of what to look for if you're not in the area um, and it's very important to actually physically go to a church because it's one thing to view uh, the church but then it's one thing to experience what's going on okay so you know you want to be there while God is moving and he's doing new things so that's that okay um and lastly there is like fasting so you might have heard of people fasting for like dietary reasons but then there's fasting um in christianity where you might um fast where you don't eat for a meal or two or three um and you're like okay lord i want to get closer to you you know um as you fast and pray you know the lord will honor that um and he will help you grow stronger in him Okay, so uh, those are a few things I just want to leave you all with. Um, you know, I just pray that, you know, we continue to stay strong um, as we continue to live for God. You know, Jesus is coming soon. Uh, we see all types of crazy things happening in the world. Um, but I know that God is able to is able to keep us and sustain us um, while we're still living in this world. Um, okay, so I pray that you all have a blessed day. Um, and I'm just going to pray us out before we head out. So Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord God, for the souls that got saved today, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for helping them and guiding them, Lord, and for giving them what they need, Jesus, as they live for you, God. I pray, O oh Lord, that you'll open doors, O oh God, where they are led to the right church, O oh God, for them to attend, O oh Lord. Show them, O oh God, the church that they should attend, Lord. Let them pray about it, O oh God. And I pray, O oh Lord, that you'll show them the church to attend, O oh God, so that they can grow stronger in you, Jesus. O oh God, I pray that their prayers, O oh God, will be sweet with you so that they can spend time with you, Lord. That when they read your word, Jesus, when they read the Bible, O oh God, that you'll open their understanding so that they can uh, see what you're saying to them, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the discouragement of the enemy that would try to uh, stop them from being Christians, that would stop them from growing in the Lord. I rebuke the tactics of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I rebuke how even the enemy tries to discourage uh, even those who have been saved for a while. I pray, oh God, that you would continue to help us all, whether we're new Christians or Christians who have been at this for a while, you know, just to continue to stand strong no matter what the enemy may try to chat in our ear. You know, even when the giants in life try to oppose us, try to, um, uh, bear down on us, Lord God. I know that you're the one that lifts us up and helps us, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for your word, God. Let us all continue to walk according to your Holy Spirit and not walk according to the flesh and what we want, God. Not our will, God, but your will be done. I honor you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. There is none like you, God. Thank you, Lord God, for all these things and more and for what you're going to do. Thank you for your preserving power and your keeping power, Lord, over all the enemy. And God, I pray that you would even show us what to pray for. Oh God, what to pray for for different situations. What to pray for for people. What to pray for for uh, people who may mistreat us, people, what to pray for God, for our families, what to pray for when it comes to uh, finances, God. I thank you, Lord, for helping us in that as well. I honor you, God. I bless your name. Thank you, Lord God, for touching all my brothers and sisters around the world, no matter where they live. Encourage them, God. You are with them. You are helping them, God, through whatever they're going through. Thank you for the encouragement you're sending to them right now. Thank you, God, for the power of the Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Jesus, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Amen. Okay, so again, I'm super excited for y'all. Continue to stand strong, continue to stay strong in the word of God. Um, And if you want more encouragement throughout the week um, or updates on the podcast, uh, my social me- my social media handles are down in the description below. Um, the way I phrased that sounded really weird, but it's okay. <laughs> and I pray that you all have a blessed day. Remember to be encouraged and to stay encouraged and to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the only light. Love y'all. Looking forward to seeing y'all next week. God bless. Bye.